Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per auction are actually up on last year. Rates caught on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle. And today it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Yes, and welcome to Under the Hammer. We must thank Direct Connect. They have kept this podcast going after starting it in lockdown. We've been a lot, uh, been through a lot this year, Melbourne, but we continue to talk about what is a very interesting space. Yes, the real estate market. If you are interested in uh, getting Direct Connect on your team, especially if you're an agent, give them a call on 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. My name's Jane Nielden. Each week we've been jumping into a studio to chat real estate. I'm joined by my co-host, Stav, company director with O'Brien Real Estate. He's an auctioneer. He's got his finger on the pulse, that is for sure. Uh, last week was wearing the Richmond scarf. I give you 30 seconds, Stav, to pump up a great AFL grand final win and give me a yes or no on a night grand final. It's a great Look, win. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to the Melbourne Storm. Congratulations to the Melbourne uh, Vixens. But yes. also congratulations to Richmond Football Club. And what a night it was. Um, Dusty turned it on, that's for sure, and uh, he was definitely in beast mode. Night grand final, the only reason I liked the night grand final was that we could actually continue to trade all day on Saturday, and we actually uh, did a lot of sales on Saturday, a few auctions, uh, and that was the only advantage. But as an atmosphere, I really do like the um, afternoon grand final. Oh, that's the first positive spin I've heard yeah. on an afternoon, uh, a night grand final. You're right, because grand final weekend is traditionally a big real estate weekend, forgetting the fact that we're you know in a pandemic. So it did work for you, being able to do a few uh, sales during the day, get yeah. home, have a nap, and then get ready for the big game. <laughs> yeah, well, we had four four auctions on the day, uh, and uh, we had a lot of private inspections. I know one property was from 9 o'clock in the morning. Every 15 minutes, a buyer was allowed to go through uh, till 6.30 at night. So we were actually trading, and I know... All our O'Brien officers actually traded really well on Saturday. Well, there's a certain spring in the step of most Melburnians today and especially the Richmond supporters. At this point, we're going to welcome our guests who are not Richmond barrackers. Dean O'Brien and Darren Hutchins join us via Microsoft Teams. They are the founders of O'Brien Real Estate. Guys, 2020, you started the business in 2010. Could you ever have imagined wrapping up 10 years with O'Brien uh, in the condition we find ourselves in now, which, look, I think today is positive, but it's been a tough year. So, uh, Dean, firstly to you, welcome, and your thoughts on, on where we find ourselves? Uh, thanks, Jane and, and Stab for having us on today. Um, look, no, they, we never in the wildest dreams. Darren and I sat down, I suppose it was 2010, and we opened up, and it was a GFC, and we thought that would be the toughest sort of market we'd ever experienced. But to go from a GFC to a Royal Commission and then follow up with uh, a pandemic being COVID-19, it's been an experiencing a year that we'll never experience again, hopefully, but also been a year that we've experienced a lot of success with people as well. Now, Darren Hutchins, we say welcome to you. You are in the car. I'm assuming you are back-to-back with appointments uh, all day. You're out on the road like most real estate agents will be at the moment. Your company sort of ethos talks about family values, realising potential, embracing change. So, Darren, 2020 gave you a chance to embrace change. Can you believe how far you've come, especially with the technological side of things, during this pandemic? 
Oh, look, firstly, thanks, Jane and Stav. Uh, can I just start by saying uh, night grand final, day grand final, and then I'll get on to your question. <laughs> I prefer the day. I'm a bit of a traditionalist because I probably wouldn't have got, a, got to bed at three o'clock in the morning, and, and that was actually thanks to your co-host. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, congratulations, Stav, and congratulations to uh, Richmond and Melbourne Storm and the Vixens. So, um, yeah, look, technology. Well, I never, ever thought, Jane, we'd be doing daily meetings via, you know, either Teams or or Zoom or whatever whatever the case was. I never thought we'd ever be conducting uh, inspections via Zoom or, or uh, you know, Facebook uh, Messenger or, or whatever it is. Uh, and I never, ever thought we'd be uh, appraising properties via these platforms. So, you know, look, I, I think, you know, technology has changed significantly this year and, and at a rate that we'll never see again. Well, we want to acknowledge our listeners who might be in New South Wales or Queensland or anywhere other than Victoria and Melbourne at the moment. Uh, but, Dean, was there something you did this morning to celebrate the fact that from midnight last night, trading reopened for many, many businesses who've been shut down for months? Did you get up and queue at your local cafe? I actually did, and then I went out for lunch and just got a, sat there in the in the in the garden out the side and had actually had a nice hamburger. And I said to the guy, "It's so good to see you again." It was like I've I've already supported the local cafe, and now I've gone to the local uh, takeaway and supported them as well. I think it's uh, it's fantastic how Melburnians have been doing such a great job under such um, really strong restrictions. But I actually think being Melburnian, we'll um, we'll fight back quicker because we'll all support the locals. We're very much local orientated and we look, so it is about supporting all those locals. Well, there's a lot of people who've been waiting to put their homes on the market or perhaps are waiting to start looking to buy staff. So tell us about what has actually changed, you know, today with the opening up of retail that maybe agents weren't able to do or people looking weren't able to do last week. Has much changed or are we still waiting for that sort of November 8th deadline? Look, to be honest, with real estate, it hasn't changed. We can't go into our offices. We can't uh, open our doors at this stage um, until further notice. And, and that was a, a message um, quite loud and clear from the REV last night. So we'll just continue as business as usual. Three weeks ago, we were allowed to do inspections again. So that's our front door. Our counter is the property. The stock on the shelves is the houses that we have for sale. So nothing will change for us. And so that's not sort of too daunting while other people are going back to offices. You know, your teams have learned how to do this all remotely, like the guys have been saying. So I guess, yeah, business as usual, except gradually we're just going to see more people being able to inspect, mm. I guess, now that you can travel without having to have one of those four reasons. I can go, excuse me, I'm on my way to go and look at a house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one of our values is embracing change. And what COVID's taught us is really to embrace changes in our industry. So we're now doing electronic uh, contracts, so we don't actually have to go in to the office and print contracts off. We're using all the electronic platforms. We're doing everything remotely, you know, from Section 32s right through to uh, in some of the inspections are still done um, using technology. So we've embraced the change. And really, the office is really just home base. Uh, that's not where our business is done. It's done out in the field. And Dean, do you feel like some of the ways we've learnt to work remotely and, you know, allowing your people to be at home but still doing an incredible job, do you think we're going to keep elements of that as we move forward and in five years no one will even question that you might do a day or two a week the equivalent of from home? Uh, Jane, it's funny you're talking about that because I would never have dreamed that, but I think reality is that there is going to be a certain change in our workplace now. Um, You know, the, the need for you know, support from home, but also the ability to do the tech at the moment. Our tech platforms are just outstanding. So 
we're going to have some flexibility moving forward. And I would never have dreamt that. I thought we we're always going to be an in-office organisation. Um, our team work around each other. They support each other. But given this COVID experience, um, it'd be foolish to say that, that the working arrangements of offices won't change in the future. And we'll have a lot more flexibility and also have a lot more, um, I think, a lot more dynamic opportunity moving forward as well. Now, I'm interested in about uh, the predictions for when the Ring of Steel, which is, of course, the restriction stopping Melbournians from going to regional uh, Victoria, that lifts on the 8th of November. So, Darren, have you got mates in regional areas or business connections? Are you looking forward to being out of get out? And do you think there's going to be a mass exodus of Melbournians looking for regional and perhaps rural properties? Look, I think, Jane, there's a, there's a fair bit of talk and a lot of people have basically got to a point where they're sick of being locked down. So, you know, a lot of the, the, the talk has been around, well, as soon as this is over, we're, we're moving or we're going regional or we're going to go to Queensland or whatever the case is. I, I think when we get back to a bit of normality, though, that'll that'll get pulled back in into a bit of reality. So, uh, you know, look, I, I know we've, we talk to a lot of people in regional Victoria that are actually waiting for those restrictions to drop because a lot of their buyers do come from, from uh, Metro Melbourne. So, you know, a lot of the regional uh, investors are from, from uh, Metro Melbourne. So, look, I, I think, you know, they've been lucky. The, uh, the guys in regional have been lucky because they've been able to conduct one-on-one inspections right throughout. But a lot of their buyers do come. So it will have an impact on, on their marketplace when when that rings down. In, in respect to people, you know, talking about moving to Queensland or talking about moving to uh, regional, I think now with the way that we are working uh, remotely, you know, there will be a, an element of that. But I think, you know, once we get back to some normality, Jane, it'll be, it'll be just, you know, play on. Uh, and, and I think when we get into 2021, uh, people will uh, sort of be looking forward and not backwards and, and putting 2020 behind them. You're listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect, making moving easy for you. And if you're an agent, yes, you can use Direct Connect like Stav does to help your team. You can give them a buzz on 1300 664 715 and as agents around the country get even more busy, well, you can call Direct Connect and add them to your team. Our guests today are Dean O'Brien and Darren Hutchins, founders of O'Brien Real Estate, and I'm with Stav. Stav, let's have a look at some of the stats uh, from the last week or so. Now, I heard a little rumour you had a cracking auction last night, so we love the auction updates. Give us the uh, word on that one. Well, I'll tell you what, we've had a few really good auctions um, and a lot of firsts, but uh, I'll talk about one that we had last night in Hillside. Now, for those that don't know Hillside, it's up near uh, Sydenham, and it was uh, the listing agents were our special guests from last week, which was Marcus and Alex Dakakis. So we ended up um, going for 45 minutes. There were 88 bids. That's 88 bids. That's the most bids I've ever taken in my whole career. And so 45 minutes, like how quickly can an, act- uh, an auction happen if you've only got a couple of bidders? Well, we had seven bidders. So we had Ooh, seven bidders, um, and they all wanted to buy it, but I couldn't all—I couldn't see them all living together. So I just kept saying, "Someone's going to actually have to give me a, a winning bid." So um, it did go down to two hundred and fifty dollars bids in the end, uh, and we went up about thirty thousand dollars on two hundred and fifty dollars bids. So I was quite exhausted by the end of it, and so was um, Darren, um, and uh, we were completely out of breath uh, last night. But when you look across um, the country, we had our busiest week transactional week in history. I haven't seen a a week that's been bigger than 6,177 sales in one uh, one solitary week. So it was uh, week 43 of the year. Uh, Victoria actually had uh, 1,225 sales, which was 44 more than 
last week. What I love about the stats this week is that, yes, we had the busiest week nationally across the country um, than we've ever had, but Victoria was down 423 sales from last year. We've still got the shackles on. We still don't have open for inspections. So once those shackles get lifted, I believe yeah we're going to have we're going to see a huge slingshot. We've talked about the slingshot and the appetite to buy, uh, and people looking at moving out and looking for studies. You know the areas that uh, are doing well at the moment are your Caram Downs, Berwick, Keysborough is having a great month. But this is the uh, areas where Dean, Darren, and I work in. But it's growth corridor. They've got great infrastructures. They've got freeway systems, fantastic sporting facilities, schools. You've got Halebury College and, you know, there's just so much out there. And people are moving. There's a migration. There's a, a state migration, but there's actually a, a Melbourne migration as well moving out at the moment. Now, Dean, you know, Stav's saying that area looks like it's a it's a bit of a hotspot at the moment. And we say that in good terms now after probably not wanting to use the word hotspot during COVID. But, you know, <laughs> do you think we're going to see this reflected in, in very similar areas to where you guys are working? And, and what's your feeling of the actual atmosphere and, and that demand there to buy or perhaps to put your place on the market? Uh, Jane, I do. I do very much. Uh, our offices, which are trade out in the city of Casey, um, I've never seen so much demand ever. Uh, we're having a lot of demand both in tenants, tenancies, so for rental demands, huge out that way, as is um, buy demand. It's been an enormous, and Stav uses that word slingshot, and I can actually say that we're already feeling that, and we're getting a lot more, and I think we'll get more as, it happened more last week too, when the 25-kilometre got lifted up to 25, from five kilometres to 25 kilometres. That's certainly opened up. Even though they were allowed to go, they didn't feel confident in going to do inspections, but we are now finding a really build up in biodemand. And I'd like to reinforce what staff says. Great schools, basically primary, secondary and tertiary out those ways. Great infrastructure in hospitals, especially around the city of Casey, et cetera, like that. And you've got you've just got um, access to either the Dandenongs, you've got access to the, to the water in the bay, and simple access back into the city. And, and I think people been having the flexibility to work from home as well. No need to come into the CBD. And we're finding a lot of people are going out, getting bigger homes, family homes, and then actually working from home now. Yeah, and if um, you're listening from outside of Melbourne or Victoria, the city of Casey, from what I understand, my very basic understanding of you know the demographics and the growth in that area is one of the fastest growth areas in the country. Am I right? <laughs> Absolutely. And as you say, and you go into Cardinia and back into Greater Dandenong as well, just that whole area that we work in that city of Casey is enormous. And as you said, we're very fortunate to have great infrastructure out that way. And, and I said from that commercial and, and schooling. It's it's a great spot. And Darren, for an auction to go for 45 minutes, what's that telling you about people's determination to be successful in purchasing a house at the moment? Well, Stab and I joke about it, Jane, but, uh, you know, if you love it, put a ring on it. Uh, in this case, there were seven people and, uh, you know, out of seven people, six people missed out. So, you know, when you, when you look at it, Hillside, it's a suburb It was originally part of, of Sydenham. Uh, Sydney to Melbourne, you know, it's it's still offering great affordability, but you know that one sold for eight hundred and ten thousand. Eight hundred and ten thousand in today's market is is you know realistically to buy a nice home is is sort of on that entry level. So you know there, there's loads of buyers out there, record low rates. Uh, it's just you know the slingshot effect is certainly happening. I, I mean, Dean made a comment yesterday. We've uh, we've felt a bit of a a sugar hit. Uh, I think you'll find that sugar hits turning into a bit of a an all day gobsucker, and uh, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna drag on, Jane. So, uh, you know, I think once 
look, what, coming back to that auction, you know, there's still six buyers in that marketplace looking for a property around that $800,000. So there's loads of buyers out there. Uh, I think once the restrictions are gone and we're getting back to more normality, it's just going to create uh, more of a, a, you know, more, more demand, more well, people in the marketplace that wanting to get into those homes. Absolutely. We're going to get some of your tips for uh, sellers and buyers in just a moment. You're on Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. If you're an agent interested in using Direct Connect, call them on 1300 664 715. And as we've heard, the rental demand is up and people are certainly up moving. So call Direct Connect. They can make moving easy for you. And our guests today are the founders of O'Brien Real Estate. Now, guys, a lot of businesses are doing it really, really tough. I mean, if you've managed to continue trading and you guys have obviously adapted, but for many people... They might have had to close a business, say goodbye, or they're looking at how do we rebuild. So I did want to find out about the beginning of O'Brien Real Estate. I love hearing, you know, founders' stories. What exactly inspired you back in 2010? Like you said, it was a pretty tumultuous time back then as well. But what did you sort of want to do by establishing O'Brien that you thought perhaps was a little new take on your kind of industry, uh, I guess the template for the business. Uh, I'll start with you, Dean. Look, we were working with a great company as it was at the time, and it was just probably an opportunity for us, myself and Darren, to sort of go at that next level. We were both sales agents and we loved real estate and we had a real passion for learning. And certainly um, we learned there's two stages in business. There's growth stage and then there's return stage. The office we were in was in return stage and we were still in a growth mindset. So that was the determination to go out and sort of start our own. Um, what I felt and I still feel this day is that you've always got to be learning. And we got out and we got a great coach straight away. We didn't um, sit there and think we knew it all. This is what we're going to do. We got out and we got a great coach straight away, Josh Fegan. And he, um, he's been with us now for the, just on the 10-year journey as well. And that certainly helped. I think uh, the reason for it was we were in a growth mindset Second thing is we believed in the industry. We loved what we did and we just surrounded ourselves with good people and having a learning mindset. And Darren, for you, was it important to create a business with a culture that would make people want to actually work for you for a start and help people to really enjoy their work? We've heard the passion from a lot of your uh, people we've spoken to over the last few episodes. And really, it's a, it's a communication game. It's a relationships game. But are you proud of the way you've sort of created that environment over the last 10 years? Look, we identified early, Jane, that culture is, is pretty much everything. So, you know, culture is probably the most important facet of any business, you know, have, building a great culture. But one of the things that we looked at very early in the piece is we wanted to build a, a business where people love coming to work and they love you know, love working there. So that was always important to us. And, you know, as I say, the culture we've, uh, I think over the course of the 10 years, we've kept the culture on on track. Uh, and it's something we've worked uh, pretty tirelessly and we're pretty proud of. So, you know, I, I don't know if too many people that uh, that work for us at the moment that don't love working for us. So that's, uh, that's you know, pretty much what uh, was one of the most important facets of our uh, our startup was, uh, you know, building a, a, a place where people just wanted to come and work for us or with us. Now, just a couple of things. Um, what what I've got out of today, Jane, is that with everything that's going on, if someone, a bit of advice, if anyone's looking at selling at the moment, don't wait till next year. And I want to talk to the guys about this in their markets, but don't wait till next year. Now's the time. As uh, Darren said earlier, there were six buyers that have missed out on property and we've got a great sales force out there to be able to assist and help in solving people's problems. So, uh, and also at the moment, 
you know, I want to reflect back on something that Dean said. It's not, you know, we've embraced change, but it's not always the smartest or the hardest working. I love the idea that now we can actually be adaptable and work from home because it's the one that adapts the quickest that is the most successful. So, guys, do you want to reflect on both those statements, uh, Dean? Oh, Stav, I think, well, first on that, is it the right time to sell? Absolutely. And I, I think that when you talk about the volume of buyers, because we have an enormous amount of buyers out there, so um, I think it's an absolute um, perfect time to sell. But adaptability, again, I think as agents, and I, I know our agents, we're so proud of them, um, both in the property market and, I'm um, sorry, both in property management and in the sales, they are so adaptable to change. It's just enormous, you know, but that comes from a learning mindset. And I believe... Agents in today's market have adapted better than a lot of industries, and I certainly know ours have, and the willingness to always help and assist is, is really important. So when it comes back to talking about would I sell now, absolutely, because the agents are more adaptable, they can get the job done quicker for you, and our job is to get the, is you, is to get the client the best possible price in the shortest possible time with the least amount of restrictions of what we can do, and they're just doing a great job at the moment. And Darren? Oh, look, I think at the moment, is it a great time to, to sell? Absolutely, because, you know, don't forget, we've we've come out of 12 to 13 weeks of lockdown where, you know, we weren't able to do inspections. Uh, we've had circa 20,000 transactions not happen in that period of time here in Victoria. So uh, there's been a, a lot of transactions that haven't happened. And we've had a, lock, a lack of stock coming to the market. So, you know, we've got more stock coming to the market now, but there's, there's also that catch-up effect uh, where people... You know, that, those 20,000 people that would have normally have bought up until uh, the end of lockdown didn't buy. So, you know, it's it's classic supply and demand. And at the moment, we're finding that, you know, there was an auction last night where, where six people have missed out, one lucky buyer. Um, you know, so effectively we've had seven offers, I, I suppose you could say, during that, that, uh, that auction. Um, we're seeing that most properties that we have on the market at the moment, they're hitting the market, there's a load of demand, and we're getting multiple contracts on them and achieving great results, so over and above what the vendors were previously expecting. So, you know, it's it's a great marketplace for, you know, for anyone looking at selling. Is that demand going to be there next year? Who knows? I would say yes, but I think there's probably been no better time that I've seen in the last few years than, than right at the moment to get a cracking result. And Dean, what do you say to people who go, but everyone's going to start listing, the market's going to be flooded, like surely people come at you with that and go, oh, well, just wait until autumn. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, they do, but it's really it's really simple, isn't it? You know, Stav, uh, Stav's very good on the stats and the stats don't lie. Uh, I think that's the main thing. As long as you have data-driven conversations with them and then you actually show the supply and the demand, then it's a very easy conversation to have because it's not an opinion, it's actually true. And that's why we like to keep all our agents informed of what's actually happening in the marketplace. And that way we can have better conversations around data-driven conversations, not just around opinions. And um, the data shows us at the moment that yes, there's a, there is more property coming on, but it is spring, so it's expected at the same time. But there is also what Darren said, that since lockdown, people have been re-evaluating their, their situations. And with the government support at the moment, with the uh, low interest rates exactly at the moment, and obviously work-life change, um, people have re-evaluated where they want to be and how they want to live. So there's buyers out there for that, which means they need sellers to make it happen. 
Now, I do love, um, I save a lot of real estate articles that I see pop up on my social media right throughout the week because I'm like, oh, I wonder if Stav has seen this. So, guys, we're just going to go to my little segment called Jane's Dream Listing of the Week, which is actually for a property by, uh, which was owned by fashion designer Prue Acton. So, if you're a fan of 70s floral fashion, she's a little bit of a legend, but It's a purpose-built artist studio that's been put on the market in the Sapphire Coast uh, and it's just near Tarthra, Bega and Marimbula. You have a look at the picture of Prue Acton's purpose-built artist studio slash forest home and you think, I could just move (laughs) to the bush. (laughs) And we've said you guys are a bit sceptical that people are going to be doing this, but... Have you got any sort of stats and info on the number of people coming back to Australia? We're talking about, we're hearing queues of people trying to get back into the country who maybe have been expats living overseas. I don't know. I I get the feeling we're going to see a lot of people looking at different places and and things that may not be just in the the metro areas, right around the country. Firstly, what a beautiful location, the Sapphire Coast, and the home itself is just phenomenal. But um, there is data at the moment that shows there's been a huge, um, you know, pent up demand, a lot of expats coming back. But at the moment, the the internal migration is still up and running. And when you look at the New South Wales figures, uh, and we've got New South Wales listeners and Queensland listeners, that's where the majority of the buyers are going. WA's actually doubled as well, but a lot of them are moving from Sydney all the way up to the Sunshine Coast. So they're going to the warmer weather, Newcastle, Coffs, Lennox Heads, all the way up to the Goldie and then into into Noosa. So there is a huge internal migration at the moment. So something like this wouldn't suit just um, expats coming back, but it's a lot of people that are, uh, are looking at making the move, uh, the tree change. That's one of the 11 reasons we've we've spoken about, and, and they would definitely move either sea change or tree change on that one. Um, but, yeah, it's magnificent part of the world. And I'm thinking of all those extremely wealthy Hollywood stars who are now trying to get into Byron Bay and going, we'd like to buy a place near the Hemsworth with the uh, prices shooting up. So it is going to be a really interesting time for Australian real estate. And right here in Melbourne, uh, Dean, some parting advice for someone who might be wanting to buy, perhaps for the first time or just make that next step up the property ladder. Have you got any words of wisdom for someone on the other side of things who just wants to buy that dream home? Oh, absolutely. Talk to your agents. That's what they do best. They actually give you the information that you need to do to get that dream home, to get that first home. Talk to them because, and be open with them because what might happen, they might know of another property that's available that's not currently on the market that you won't see through the major portals. So just a lot of buyers like to hold everything close to themselves, but I, I just think talk to your agents, be open with your agents. Um, they'll get you on some great advice around great brokers or banks or bank managers you can talk to. They'll also give you the great information on what's happening in the, in the marketplace. And that's why the professional agents do so well because they're so supportive to both the, to the seller and the buyer. So my advice is talk to your agents and be open with them and have um, really great conversations. And Darren, for yourself, is is the phone running hot? Are you getting calls from people going, keep your eyes out? We would love to buy something that might not even hit the market. Oh, look, there's a lot of that, Jane. There's a lot of people that are aspirational and hoping that uh, the right property comes up. I think, you know, Dean's 100% spot on in what he said there with with respect to being open and honest with the buyer, but uh, with the uh, the agents. But I think the other thing is too, 
you know, basically have a get a good broker or uh, find out exactly what you can do. And then when you find the right property, don't miss out on it. And Dean's going to have a bit of a chuckle about this because I've missed out on a few over the years for, you know, for, for setting self-imposed limits. So, uh, you know, if it's an extra five or ten grand to secure the right property, you know, they rarely come up twice. So, uh, you know, if you see something, you love it. Don't be afraid to pay that little bit more just to uh, secure it. And Stav, do you think in the back of people's mind, they're going all-time low record interest rates? Does that sort of chime in the back of your head? (laughs) Well, it does. And, you know, we are caught under the hammer. So on the weekend, there was 80% clearance rates. So, and that's across the whole country. At the moment, buyers aren't holding back. They're actually going, they're doing exactly what Darren said. And they're actually going the extra bit and not thinking about the extra five or 10 grand. Well, guys, it's been wonderful to hear about the O'Brien story. And look, I think we must say, and from someone who doesn't work in the industry but's had a lot to do with it over the last few months, a huge congratulations to every single agent in the country, but especially here in Victoria. You've proven that you can hold inspections. You've proven that you can do business with the tightest of COVID protocols. And I don't think we've heard one case of, you know, a real estate uh, transaction being a way of COVID spreading. So I think well done to the whole industry for getting through this and things are only looking up. Thanks, Dean, and thanks, Darren. Thanks, Jane. And and while we're on here, thanks to all the agents out there who are doing the right thing. We're really proud of you and we're proud of our industry. So, and to Stav, thanks again, mate, and thanks for all your support. And yeah, I second that. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Stav. Yeah, look, it's it's onwards and upwards and we should hopefully have a great 20, or late 2020 and uh, 2021. Well, we better let you go because you've probably got 78 missed calls by the time. But thank you so much for your time on Under the Hammer today. That was our guests, Dean O'Brien and Darren Hutchins, of course, founders of O'Brien Real Estate. Ten years ago, you can find out more about the company and, of course, links to both of our guests today via the O'Brien Real Estate uh, website. We've got Stav's phone number in our show notes, his email address, and and anyone can contact the O'Brien team, can't they, Stav, and just say, look, I've heard what you've got to say. Look, sign me up. I want to sell or I want to buy. You guys will just take anyone's call and help them out at the moment. Look, with our training, we all sing from the same hymn book. So all our staff, all our salespeople, whether it's admin right through to property management, are there to serve and help uh, the customers. And my dad used to say, um, there's only one boss and that's the customer. So we're there. We're customer-based and customer-focused. Before we go, can I just say thank you to Dean and Darren? Dean is on the other side of the fence today. He usually runs podcasts for everyone else, so he's now Uh the guest. Um, But I'd also like to put out to the whole team at Direct Connect, thank you. I received, um, or we received a beautiful gift from them, which was uh, the day we opened O'Brien Real Estate, the 4th of October, we received a financial review of that day. So thank you Uh to, uh, and reflecting a... on what the market was like back then. And Dean's right, it was difficult back then in uh, the 4th of October back in 2010. Yeah, I think, you know, we're, in another 10 years, we're going to look back at this and go, we survived and we made oh. it. But yeah, fantastic. And, and thank you to Direct Connect for making Under the Hammer possible. Of course, they can help you and your team, especially if you're a real estate agent. You can give them a call on 1300 664 715. We'll talk to you next week on Under the Hammer. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.